I was in the same spot, unable to move, queen so far from who I thought I was, no image of an escape, fell to my knees, asked the creator please set me free, I had dreams, tracked, talk, cluttered by pain, self-hate, bullet deep, I managed to see the light, the more I prayed, the more I... Hi, my name is Michelle Mosley, the poet, I am the host and creator of Queen Motivation, Sip and Discuss. And today I have with me some beautiful co-hosts. I'm going to let them introduce themselves. Usually what we do is we interview women one-on-one -on -one and they share their motivational stories on how they started their businesses, things that they overcome. But I thought, how about we give it a little spin where I pick a panel of women that I respect and love. Each and, each and every one of these women have wowed me in some way. That's why they are in my home. So we're not in a studio, we didn't write anything out. I invited them into my home because I respect and I love them. And I felt as though that their opinion could help and motivate other young women who might be dating. We have to share our stories as black women. We can't be afraid to share with each other what we've gone through, what we've overcome. I think that's empowering and that's what's gonna push us forward as a community, as a culture. So that's all Queen Motivation is about. We're also going to put a spin on it where we have the King Edition. So tune in next week when I can't announce who the host is. He probably, he knows who he is. But um, he's going to come in and talk about his business. And he's going to get a chance to watch everything y'all said along with King Holiday. And he, they're going to give their opinion on what we said. So be, be, look, be on the lookout for that. That's coming too. So I'm going to start right here. Sharon Plinia, Aaliyah Austin, Denisha Reed, Carlita Hunter, Vita Young. All right, and I just want to thank each lady for coming. We have a very diverse uh, group of women because some women, I'm not, I'm not going to put nobody's business out there if they feel the they want to share that, then they are more than welcome to share it. Um, we have some women that are single. We have some women who are in new relationships. We have, um, and that's pretty much it, single, not single. Um, so I wanted to give it, I didn't want everybody just to be single because even if, you were, if you're not single, you were single at some point. They got you in this relationship, so maybe you could give us some hints. <laughs> like me. And how did I come up with this topic? Do black women know how to date? I am newly single. I ended a five-year relationship um, in September of 2018. And I moved back to Jersey. And I wasn't ready to date, but it kind of just happened. By March, I was dating. And I kind of felt myself going back in the same like cycle that I had already been in. I go on a date and next thing you know I'm in a five year relationship. I swear on my life. Like that is all of my relationships. I go on one date, I focus in on that one person and I'm in that relationship. And I'm like, there has to be a better way. There has to be a better way. And what I did, I, why I added to like the black one was because I'm a Uber driver part time as well. So I started listening to the other races, our other sisters of other colors, and they seem to be more free. They telling me they dating eight to the guys at the same time, and how their friend was dating seven, now she married, and I'm like, 
none of my black friends tell me that. They dating one guy, they put all they eggs in the one basket, mm -hmm. and so I'm like, do black women know how to date? What do you all think? It's good. It's hard. Um, I don't necessarily think that we don't know how to date. Um, it's just a... Uh, I don't know, I can't put it in the words, but the time, like I said, this, this day and age, like where we are with social media and things like that, I think everyone is, expects instant gratification. Like, everyone is already like looking at, oh yes, I'm gonna be married and do this. Like, it's like, it's like, instead of like taking your time, we kind of go real quick. Yeah. Sometimes. Yeah. Now, I've been single for over a decade, so it's mm -hmm. not like I, you know, and I've never been married close to it or anything like that. But I, you know, I date in this world. Mm -hmm. And I, the guys too, I mean, I try to put no blame on the men, fellas. I'm not attacking you, I'm not coming at you. <laughs> but, you know, they have certain, you know, expectations as well. It's like because we're just in this world, it's kind of fake. If anybody understands what I'm saying, I'm, I'm not old, I'm 37 years old, but yeah. I would like I was saying to the ladies, we grew up in a different time. Yeah. And it just feels different now, and it doesn't feel authentic. It feels real artificial for me. So I think everybody's kind of being phony with it, in a sense, and not, not, it's just not knowing and just kind of just going with what it is. I don't want to say we don't know how to be. Right. We're just kind of, we don't know what, what's real and what's fake. Anyone, does that make sense? Yes, yeah. 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 Okay. I was just gonna say like piggybacking off of that is is what you know when you pose that question do we know how but then do we know what you know, when because they... our expectations are different in seasons mm -hmm. you know so I think so. evaluating when we're ready to date and what that even looks like yeah you know because if we're in our 30s or if we're in our late 20s, we come with a lot of baggage, friendships, brokenness, a lot of different things. And it's important to reevaluate, really put a lot of focus on ourselves to kind of see who we are and what we're ready for. And what's the purpose of dating anyway? Like, why are we dating? We have two authors and we have, um, give your title, please, because she is, <laughs> she is uh, someone that we could go see and actually yes. get counseling. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I am an author of two books, um, Love Letters from Ishra, and um, You Are Worth It 2018. You Are Worth It probably fits with this uh, discussion because it's a 30-day, like, preparational tool for men and women who desire to be married, who desire to be in a long-term relationship. And it's 30 days, quick, simple, easy read, available on Amazon, and you could just reevaluate. Re because sometimes we think we're waiting, but really it's just preparation. Each day is preparation for something that you're looking for, something that you expect. So mm -hmm. I think it's good to evaluate what am I looking for and why am I dating? Mm -hmm. We as humans, we're, we thrive off connections, mm -hmm. even if it's connection from person to person or connections with things. Some people are hermits and homebodies, they're connected to their home. You go in their home and it's beautiful and they just like to sit and enjoy the home. Yeah. Or some people thrive off of just socialization. So we do enjoy connections, but you know, why are we dating? It's a good question. That's why I realized that I'm not ready to date because I am, I don't, my purpose is not to get married. My purpose is not to have children. My purpose is to build my career. So to act like I really want to be, I, I did that. I did that already. Mm -hmm. I focused on a relationship for five years. And it was not, not to say anything bad about it, but it helped me realize that this is not what I want. 
Another thing I wanted to touch on was like, me and when I interviewed you, me and you had a conversation and you brought up things like that. Um, things that you need to ask yourself, like you're saying now, and prepare yourself. Because you need to know, is that person healthy? How is that person's credit? How, like, all, how are, oh, no, that's the biggest. Were they raised on survival or they were raised on love? Right. That makes a different type of person. That is, I feel like that was one of the biggest lessons that I recently just learned is that the differences between me and my ex was a lot based on how we were raised. You know, and I don't want to get into detail with that, but that, that was just like a, a, it just came to me like, Certain things you can't expect him to understand. Certain things he won't understand. It's just because y'all seen different things in life. Y'all had two different parents. So, like, you can't expect for him to understand where you're coming from. And I think it's hard for us to ask those questions. Like, I get uncomfortable asking those questions. Um, how do you ask somebody, what's your credit score? <laughs> I don't need you coming in and tearing mine apart. How do you, are you good with managing your money? Are those things that you just wait in? I think that comes back to being comfortable with yourself yeah. and being, yes. you know, sure of who you are and what you want. Because then you're able to ask those questions and then you're okay with what the answer is. Because mm -hmm. if they turn around and tell you that credit's a 400, then you're okay to say, you know, I don't know if I want to move forward from here. Right. Whereas if you're in a position where you don't feel the best about yourself, where you want to people please, mm -hmm. you don't want to ask those questions because you don't want to know that stuff up front. You want to still, you know, give yourself a reason to like, yeah, like that person and be in that space with that person. So I guess you don't want to ask because you're not comfortable with yourself and also because you, you, you're you almost lying to yourself yeah. to a certain extent yeah. because you want to like that person. You want to believe in the potential of that person. You want to love the I realized, like, I came out with the whole self-love campaign because I realized mm -hmm. that I, I was battling with self-love. Mm -hmm. And lately, I've been turning down so many guys, but not on a cockiness. Mm -hmm. It's just going, you do not need. Yeah. If I yeah. was looking, yeah. you're not it. You're not and I'm it. sorry, but the old Michelle, mm -hmm. I would have compromised. Mm -hmm. I would have said, you know, he's nice. Mm -hmm. You know, he, he showed me a little bit of tension. Let me go out of my way to take his number. Now I'm like, no, I don't take no yeah. Like, I don't want your number. I, 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 for me, I can't speak for all black women, but I know for me, I did not know how to date. Yeah. Um, I believe one of the reasons I didn't know how to date because I was not allowed to date growing up. Exactly. There was no, the boy comes to your house. No. <laughs> my sisters are in the background laughing. I don't know what their experience there's like a big age gap okay. between us. So like I don't know what their experience was with dating, but I was not allowed I wasn't even allowed to listen to secular music. Wow. So when I was fifteen I was allowed to go outside of my gate. So that gives you kinda like where I'm coming from. So there was no boy coming to my house knocking on my door, saying I'm scared to take with y'all, meet the dad, there be rules and regulations, this is how he's supposed to treat you, he's supposed to come to the door, because there was no dating. So when I turned 18, dating was me, for me, a guy I was walking down the street, a guy's friend asked me for my number because his friend liked me, we started talking, he got locked up. Mm -hmm. Next thing you know, I was in a relationship, he came home. I was in a relationship with Bobby. Mm -hmm. That was my dating experience. Wow. And it was going to his house and chilling. So mm -hmm. that's what it set me up for. And I think a lot of females don't realize that that is not 
dating. Mm -hmm. That is not getting to know yes. what's out there. There's so much more out there. I always say, like, if I could talk to the younger right. girls, I would say there's more to just hooking up with this one guy right. and putting all your eggs in one basket and focusing on him. I think about that, that those first five years of my life when I turned 18, um, as I turned 18, I could have got a college degree as much as energy I put into that relationship trying to keep that name. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, yeah. Just not teaching our daughters. It's basically a learned experience. And yeah. I feel the same way. I don't know how to date. I would say black women don't know how to date, but that is based on my experience where I was allowed to date, but I didn't come from a two-parent home. So I didn't see the way a father shows affection towards a mother. Mm -hmm. And if anything, what I've heard about was a history of domestic violence. So yeah. that's not the positive example to look for. Right. Whatever examples I did have were from like the Disney princesses movies, which I love. But like I had to learn that that was so not realistic. So growing up, I'm thinking I'm going to meet my Prince Charming at the age of 17, 18, and we're going to get married right away based on watching the movies, not what I had in my family. And I had to learn that that wasn't, you know, realistic. Not to mention having three big brothers, loved them to death, but they didn't show me how a man is supposed to treat a woman. Yeah. Anything that was, you know, bullying, natural sibling relationships, I was being teased. So that, you know, that touches on your self-esteem, and that doesn't give you the, the positive example of how a man is supposed to treat a woman. Yeah. So not having that to visualize in your reality, only going off based on what's on the movies or in some Disney princess show. Mm -hmm. So how do you learn how to date when you don't have that in your upbringing? Yeah. You know, you grow up with certain values and a certain understanding, but if you don't witness it, you don't have that learned aspect of it, right. what you've seen and what you're, you're used to. It's yeah. like being the product of your environment. Product of your environment. So when you get into those situations, you don't know what to do. You go based off what you saw in the movies, you go based off the Instagramification, you go based off wanting to please somebody, wanting that attention, but none of that is what it should really be rooted in, you know, dating anybody. There's a purpose to it, and I don't know if we understand that purpose, Yeah. you know, when, when we're starting to do it. I also feel like it's our culture to, we don't, for our other sisters of color, like our, our our Caucasian women, I feel like in their environment, they are not considered a slut or That's a exactly. whore. And if they're dating five guys, because I always say just because you're dating five guys doesn't mean you're sleeping with five guys. But in our community, if they see you out with Mike, yeah. and then Tony took you out last week, mm -hmm. oh, she's a hoe. Yes. Yeah. And you ain't had sex with Tony or Mike. Right. Yeah. That is so true. Right. Yeah. I just, I don't know.
like she's always got to get one. Like, yes. She's always got to work out because we're like we're taking care of everything. Mm-hmm. Like it's the spotlight's on us, even though we're the most disrespected. Yes, but you don't know, be, don't be too 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 much anything. Yeah, too much anything. Too, yes. Because then you're aggressive. Yeah, and and then you're not. Yeah, you're yeah. an angry black woman, yeah. and you have a stigma behind you, and you're just mad or you're broken right. or you're upset. Like right. you can't have an opinion about it either. Right. Because as soon as you speak up on it, then it's like, oh, she's bitter. Somebody yeah, broke yeah, her heart. Yeah, yeah. No, this is just what I want for myself. Yeah, yeah. It has nothing to do with anybody else. I'm not holding anything against anybody. I mean, it's all it's, a, it's lessons learned. Mm-hmm. So at the end of the day, like I learned my lesson. I'm not mad at anybody in particular. Right. I just want better next time. It do. Is there a way to break that? Well, I also feel like, and this is just my personal experience, but we as black women also keep it real. Whereas I feel like other women are in denial about certain things. That's true. So certain women can do certain things and be in complete denial about what they did. Right. Whereas, like, I know what I did and I'm not comfortable with that and I'm not going to go through life as if that didn't happen. I have to, like, heal from that. So, like, just based on my experience, like, I've been friends with women from different races and mm-hmm. just hearing about certain experiences that they had and their mindset around that experience is not the same mindset I would have around that experience. Mm-hmm. So... I just, it's not necessarily a bad thing that we do care, and it right, is based yeah. on our experiences, but we hold ourselves to a certain standard that I'm not ashamed of. Right. Whereas I feel like other women, I, I can't speak for all other women just based on my relationships with women of other races. They don't care as real <laughs> about the situation, and they, they do things not based on a place of being grounded yes. and me knowing who I am. Mm-hmm. You know, like that I feel like things are done based on wanting to please people, what my friends are doing, and that's just, again, my experience with people I know. So I don't think it's a bad thing to be that way or a bad thing to care. No. Maybe we could care a little less, but, be yeah. a little more comfortable in how we date and who we sleep with and how many or whatever, and if they said we did and we didn't, whatever. But, you know, I, I, I don't think, I like the standard that black women hold themselves to. Even when our mamas is on drugs and Whatever the worst situation, we still end up with some type of like foundation and morals. Well, I know our generation, like yeah. I, I believe, like we're all in our late twenties and early thirties. Mm-hmm. So, like I feel like our generation, we no matter what our situation was, we still ended up with some type of standards, some type yeah. of morals, and then sometimes you now it's another thing I heard uh, a white lady had told my um. One of the girls who does my hair. Y'all date for love. Wow. We date for to date up. For sure. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. 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 But if we do that, then we're called gold digger. Yeah. Then we. So that's the moment. Can we get a chance? We call back Us being judged again. Yes. So it's like our whole life experience as black women is just being constantly under charge. Yes. From, from the parents to everything. Yes. yes. Oh, yeah. oh, I didn't know that's weird. It is. Like, you said you didn't know that about no, my life. They did. My mom did. My mom did. I had this conversation with someone about that, mm-hmm. with a black man about that, because he's like, oh, you know, those people with the K, y'all know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't know why black women are so angry at them and they hate on them. Yeah. It's called I said, so it bothers me. When you say white women are like, oh, you guys hate, no, we don't hate on them. We don't really care about them. Just give us our credit. Yeah. Let, 
Stop doing that. You can date whoever you want to date. I don't care who you date, but don't date white women or other women and then fall back sure. on the claws that because black women. Right. No, exactly. you already negated your whole yeah. everything you said before that. You just yeah. negated it as soon as you said. But black women, right. yeah. we don't care who you date. How long should you wait to start dating after a breakup? A, one year. B, get right back in there. <laughs> C, when you feel comfortable. D, between three to four months. If the relationship was a year or longer, less time when the relationship was shorter. Everybody says C. Okay, so yeah. I'm gonna say D. I mean, C would it sounds good when you're more comfortable when you're comfortable, but sometimes you're not a good judge. So, um, hello issues by Azalea Gold. She's a relationship counselor or whatever. She says that you should wait between three to four months if it's been a year or longer. And give yourself a little bit less time if it was less than a year. Gotcha. Um, so, nobody got that. But I think it is an individual choice. But. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. One definitely one size fits all. Okay. So, this question But they recently had a date <laughs> where they had the person ask them afterwards would they like to go half on the date. Uh, uh, first date at that. Yes. So, how much should the first date cost? Nothing. Zero dollars. Should you go Dutch? Between 80 and 120 dollars. Or a price of two cups of coffee at Starbucks. I'll go with I'm really happy. I'll go with a freebie. I'll say a freebie as well. Yeah. Okay, you all, you all are wrong. <laughs> you all are wrong. $120? What is it? So, no, it says that your first date should between, be between you know, 80 and 102 really? Yes. Okay. Now, the source, y'all might get mad at me about who the source is. Ooh, the source, the source is matched. Hey, you want me kind of a little irritated because I, you won't feel like I'm not giving 
that's how my cousin, like a woman knows within the seconds of looking at you. Yes! Okay. Right there, she's going to figure that out. And you messed that up. Right. So a yeah. lot of times, we on that date, we already thinking of, yeah, you know what I'm going to And then he does says something, yep. like, dang, oh, why right. did you put your foot in your mouth? Exactly. And I just, that's just how I feel about the whole, the whole, Going out on the first date. I would rather the first date be really, really simple. Yeah. I really would. I would like a walk in the park, um, even a free museum, yeah. going to the museum, just something real simple so we can just really genuinely get together. to know each other. Yeah. And nobody feels pressure, nobody feels like they gained too much or yeah. didn't give enough. Yeah. Okay, so when should someone you're dating? Meet your kids. Mm. Does everybody have kids here? No. Okay. So the after the first date is A. B is when they ask. <laughs> C is when you've talked about marriage. D is after six months of dating. A. C. A is the after the first date. Okay. I'm gonna say D. After yeah, six D. months, after we don't have to talk about marriage. I don't expect to talk about marriage in six months because okay. you can know somebody for a year, two years, and still not know them. Mm -hmm. Like I feel like it's a level of how comfortable you are with the person, and if you see that this is gonna go right. further than that. Because I don't think you should be discussing marriage if they never met your kids or yeah. vice versa. Because right. The kids can make a break. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's why they have the first date, right? You know, why wait six months if after that first date it might not be it? Got that from Steve Harvey's book. But I think, you know, like if the kids don't break the situation, you should meet them. They should meet the kid right there. If we're talking about black women dating, if you're dating multiple people at a time, are you going to, after the first date, with every single person want to engage with you? I guess so when you see real potential. But that's what I'm saying. That's why I say six months, because yeah. after that six months, if you're dating multiple people after six months, right. then you already going to probably weed it out who's yeah. going to stick and who's not going to stick. Yes, right. exactly. Yeah. And that gives you an opportunity to decide whether or not, you know, your kids are a good fit with them, right. or vice versa. Maybe they don't like kids, right. or maybe your kids don't like them. Even though that can come from a whole nother different place, the kids right. not liking them. But I feel like my kids are a good judge of character, and they're not. They they, they wouldn't base it on that's not my dad right. type of situation. It would be more like, oh, he's kind of yeah. off. What would be a first? Good date. A dinner at your place. Go swimming. A family barbecue. Take a walk. Take a walk. Okay, so y'all walk. I feel like that sets the, sets the tone, tone for how the relationship is going to go. Okay. Because now you feel like you don't have to spend no money. Right. You feel like, oh, we can just stay at the house. Mm -hmm. You can make some food or vice versa. And just come around and order some takeout. No, take me out. <laughs> I'm going to go outside. I want to get dressed. I want to get dressed. I want to look cute. I want to sit across the table and look at you. Yeah. Not side by side. Or the couch. If that's the first day, you will be next flicking and chilling it for the rest of the day. And I think 
it's yeah. too much. Too that especially not with my family. Yeah, <laughs> that's too fast. Yeah. It'll be over before it even starts. Exactly. Yeah. My family too. My family will be cracking jokes. That's exactly. Um, it goes swimming. We is not getting our hair on the first day. <laughs>
Um, so he was already like talking to me and I couldn't figure out. I'm like, I think he likes me. But then I'm like, I'm not his type. And then I'm like, well, how do you know you're not his type? Like you, you ain't even seen him with no girls. So like how you know? So finally, and then one day, he had we we went to this event and he just like made me feel so special at that event. And I was like, yeah, he gotta like me. So I had a couple drinks. I had like three Long Islands. Oh,
has been open for them and they walk straight through and they don't yeah. think the person who opened for them, they act like the person wasn't even there. Yeah. And I'm like, who trained you? Right. So, but yeah, this guy was like, yeah, I, I poured, like, chivalry is not dead. You right. know, he put all my groceries in my car and everything. But, does he, yeah, the old Michelle would have said that. The old right. Michelle would have said, oh, that's nice. Let me get my phone number. And then, but I told him, he said, you should just still take it. I said, I'm going to ignore you. And that, I hate that feeling of just seeing the text yeah. and ignoring it and keep ignoring it and keep because I really yeah. didn't want to talk to you, but you kind right. of just kept the audience. Yes. That's when you got to give men credit, because they really don't give up. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I was, when I was driving, I was like, there was this guy, and we had this great conversation. I mean, the conversation was just like, it was like a long ride. And this conversation was just so good. And then afterwards, he asked me to take me out, and I said, oh, I'm in a relationship. And when, I, when he got out the car, I thought, damn, that got to be that has to be hard to put yourself out there <laughs> constantly. And you don't know if you're going to get accepted or reject him. Because I started talking about the transference of energy and stuff like that. And I was like, I don't think that. I said there's a lot of people that shouldn't even been in my presence to even feel my energy, let alone even have sex with. So you as a man... Do you think that every single person that you've had sex with deserves to share your energy? Oh, right. And he's like, well, as long as I have a mutual attraction with them and we come to an agreement that we can sleep together, we can do that without having any feelings. I said, but that's a lie. I said, she may tell you that there's no feelings. I said, but it's different for a man versus a woman. I said, you're, as a woman, you're actually letting a man inside of your body. I said, yeah, you can deal with all that external stuff that you have going on but for a woman i said he's like well it's just casual sex i said there's nothing casual about sex you can casually date somebody mm -hmm. you don't casually have sex but for you, men though it is like you said like listen it's not like that and they don't respect that yes i was always taught that a man shouldn't have sex with a woman more than three times if he doesn't want her best friend mm -hmm. like if well, they don't respect
They looking? Yeah, of course. Well, I'm, I'm looking. Not believe. I'm looking. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. I'm looking. You know what I'm saying? Let's people all the way gully. I'm looking. We judge each other more. That's true. Right. That's true. So I just, you know, if you kind of allow a man to be a man, but to a certain extent, that's true. We wouldn't have so many like trials and tribulations and feel so, you know, like because we expect them to just it's me and that's it. Yeah, but it's not right. because I feel like no, there's always somebody that's going to find something. Right. You know, like the way for for me when I look at women, there are things about them the way they hold their hands, yeah. the way they walk, yeah. the way their lips are formed, and I understand mm-hmm. how men can just like mm-hmm. get. Pulled in yes. by that, right. but I also this. I remember this guy said all men cheat, and I said I don't believe all men cheat. I'm sorry. I believe that there are men like like he did for example. I feel like the reason he's never got married or been in a, a committed relationship is because he knows he can't help himself. Why am I gonna get married to you when I, I know you? Yeah, you I would cheat on you with everything that walks by. What that right. Security. They want to go to work, come home, know she there, because having more than one woman is it ain't easy. It's it's a headache. It's anxiety coming in. One woman is a headache. If you only knew. I don't know if you remember the uh, the, the thing that comes with Islam and such. Like we can have up to four. We can have up to four wives as long as you can provide. But as long as you can provide them. But if you knew, you wouldn't. You wouldn't. You wouldn't because it's a lot. To handle for women. Okay, so we would wrap this up because we could go on. Yeah, this would be all night. And <laughs> on and on about our dating experiences. I think that we come to the conclusion that is um, based on our upbringing. Mm-hmm. Um, we probably do need to explore this topic more and mm-hmm. learn more about dating. And y'all all brought up some really really good top like topics like why are you dating right you that's one of the dating, dating with a purpose you know you brought up the um the background like how you were raised your childhood and stuff like that we all brought up some really good things and i just want to thank you all for being here i want to thank my sponsors closet slayer be more fabulous Daystar Community Services. I'm going to have all those links where you can check these people out and the products that they provide. Um, Yes, and I just want to thank you again for all your support with Queen Motivation. This is our first and will not be our last sip and discuss. The panel will change throughout the month. Sometimes you will see familiar faces, sometimes it will be brand new faces, sometimes it will be a one-on-one interview, sometimes it will be all men. Okay. And just one woman <laughs> sitting here getting the feedback. But what our, what my intention is that we share, as a culture we share, we open up, we motivate and inspire each other to do better, to be better. I feel like we just need to talk and share more. So thank you for tuning in. Thank you for being a part of Screen Motivation's first sip and discuss. I love you and I appreciate you all. Thank you. And you will see the dream is real. Maybe a million ways to get it. Poetry chose me. 
So with every line I spit, every word she sings, we uplift, save a queen, save a dream. This episode is brought to you by Be More Fabulous Designs. Be More Fabulous Designs is a full-service wedding event planning firm that focuses on delivering the highest standards of quality for every client. Weddings, social parties, special celebrations, nonprofit events, and more. Serving all of the DMV and Tri-State area. Your vision is their passion. Fabulous events!